Um, so let's dive in, shall we? Yeah. Sounds good. That's right. We didn't get a rose, but we're still here. I'm your host, Mike Garosa, and with me as always my co-host. <laughs> We couldn't hear the sound. <laughs> no, you couldn't hear the sound. Yeah, I All couldn't hear anything. Yeah, we just we just saw you dancing. <laughs> the no music whatsoever. <laughs> it just through eye contact. Kelsey and I both were on the exact same page immediately, but we were both like, "Don't ruin this moment for Mike." <laughs> I, I thought for sure you you could have been hearing it, Chris, and I was just like an asshole not hearing shit. And, no. Okay, this makes me feel so good. You look silly. I, I thought it was because I was having a good time to our theme song, and you guys were like, look at this guy. He wrote this thing, and he's still vibing to it. And instead, it's because you couldn't hear anything? Mm-hmm. That ruins another thing I have planned. Can you hear this? Nope. God, what they do? Oh, oh man. Mike, you were talking about it to me so much about I how was. you have all these sounds <laughs> planned. And no, I think you were playing them for me when you were talking about them. And, <laughs> and I'm just like, I mean, I'll take your word for it, you know, whatever. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't hear them before either? No. no. <laughs> Kelsey! <laughs> no! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, oh, oh, this is damn, all men really do is lie. Just, just a shame. <laughs> oh, wow. What a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is your equivalent of like telling a kid Santa isn't real. I've never oh, just the disappointment you. on your face. Man, they really, are you telling me it's not a kid? It doesn't happen. Mm-mm. You're like, it's uh oh, I can't. Like, I'm going to play a thing real quick. Okay. And you got to tell me. You got to tell me if it, if it worked. Hold on a second. Here we go. Okay. That? I can hear that. Okay. All right, now we're going to try this. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to the Technical Difficulty Show, where everything is technically difficult. Did you hear that? No. <laughs> so it's just the soundboard? It's just, for the first time ever? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. that's so stupid. I'm so upset. I but you know what you can I'm hear. I'm so upset. Okay, the timing that you did that, the time you did that, it it sounds like I pitched that up. (laughs) But can you hear this? Can you hear me? Wow. Welcome to the show. That's great. Chris Mejia, welcome back to your own podcast. And we're welcoming back. I guess we're so happy to have every time. So talented, so funny. You know, from Jaws of Love and Local Natives, Kelsey Ayer is back. Hello, Kelsey. What's up? Hi. Thanks so much for having me. I feel like I feel like the third host. I'm just gonna say it. Look, I mean, it, go it for it. Yeah. It feels familiar it. enough to me. Am I the third one? Unofficial. Unofficial third guest. I accept. Come on, come on. You are, you are Wells. That's what you, that's what you are. Dude, Wells is so hot and his wife is so hot. Oh my God, that's so great. For the longest time, I didn't know he was dating. 
<laughs> no, he, he's better than me. Uh, for the longest time, I didn't know that he was married to the girl Sarah from Arnold. Modern Family. Yeah, yeah. learned that recently right. too. Isn't I love that, that so many people from this show are not married to the people they were supposed to marry on this show. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like there's a very low success rate on the Bachelor. <laughs> it's Wells almost like this whole process anybody? is a sham. Who would have thought? <laughs> it's like it's unrealistic. <laughs> strange. Yeah. But yet, I, no one point out, <laughs> no one point out the flaws in this system. We all have to have this fantasy where every contestant believes in this process. I love, uh, I love Serene's brother on this episode, and he's just like, I can't believe I'm saying this, but if you're mar- if you're like engaged, like when I see you again, because he's talking to like Clayton, mm-hmm. and he's all freaked out, and that's mm-hmm. how he should feel. Yeah, and that's yeah. how we all should feel. But somehow we're just like. That's love. Yeah, we're just like that's love. That's life. (laughs) Is him doing that was just it perfectly screamed. ABC made me sign a piece of paper that says I can't just out front be like this is weird. Like, like this is weird. Y'all are being (laughs) weird. Like this is weird. I'm not gonna hug you. You're you're a stranger. Like you're you're a stranger (laughs) to my sister still. Like I think there's something on their. Huh? I'll hug, I hug people I meet for the first time. I mean, time. yeah, like I, I'll hug a stranger too, but I so was a former youth group weird? kid. I, I made <laughs> oh, hugging okay. strangers a sport. Are you kidding me? Do you know how many youth group conventions I went to with a sign that said free hugs? Like that was, oh, that was no. what I you did. You were one of them guys? I was one of those, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> God, I well, love that song, we... even though it's a giant grammatical error. <laughs> I... I don't give a shit. That song is so stupid. I found out Bone Crusher's 50 today. Isn't that crazy? Uh, before we move on, Kelsey, wow. tell everybody where they can find yes. you and what you'd like them to check out. And also, uh, a third thing. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just Kelsey Air on all my socials. And uh, I've got music out. I'm a musician, but also uh, I'm co-hosting a a free music and comedy night at Checker Hall here in LA, uh, first Thursdays of every month. So that is go. March 3rd coming up, our second one. It's called Human Soup with Mike Bridenstine. Mm. Uh, Mike Bridenstine, everyone's friends with him, right? Mm-hmm. You guys? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, how we met, Mike. That's how we met. I, mm-hmm. I, I was like, holy shit, you got the guy from Local Natives I love so much on. And he was like, yeah, I'll put you on there, but you gotta gush about him the way you gushed to me. And I was like, okay, I will. You got it. <laughs> that's and nice. That's how we met. Yeah. Yes. And, then, you, and you gush, and I liked it. I did gush, and <laughs> I won't. You think I'll I stop? Like I won't it. stop. Of course, you liked it. It's I love your music. It rules. I'm a big fan. Who would have thought? Very good Ow. music. Very good very music. Nice. Thanks, guys. Oh yeah. Of course. Dude. And human soup. That's tomorrow. This re- releases. Wednesday, so tomorrow, yep. theoretically, tomorrow. if you're listening, day of Los Angeles. Yes. Check out Human Soup Checker Hall on the March 3rd. You got, I thought I saw the lineup. I thought I saw Maggie Mays on there this week. Yeah, Maggie May, um, Lindsay Adams, Johnny Pemberton. Excellent. Oh, Johnny's on. All right. Yeah. Lindsay. Oh, I love him. Hell Nate yeah. Craig is on. Nate Musical guest, Double Wish. And then I'm doing Jaws Club stuff. Oh, it's nice. going to be a blast. Hell yeah! What? Wait, are, are is it the new Jazz Love stuff that you were that you're gonna be playing? You're gonna give him a sneak a sneakle peeko? 
I'll probably, I'll probably, you know, open the, the, the wrapping on the present, like a corner, uh-huh. you know? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Ooh. Yeah. I'm real sly it. with an X-Acto knife. Just... Oh, just like a and little silver. Like, that's right. Fuck down. you, Kanye. You're not the only artist who's doing <laughs> listening parties. All right. <laughs> Kelsey's out here taking your throne. Literally, please. Anyone take Kanye's throne. Take his phone Chris, from him, too. Chris, please, please don't get me in a fight with Kanye. <laughs> Chris, uh, I, uh, this is I cannot take that much heat, please. This just this just in <laughs> Jaws of Love's second album, also called Donda 2. <laughs> uh, uh, look, I know we're joking. Kanye, if you can hear this, I, no one will. I, I, I like your stuff. I like that you're going fucking nuts right now. Like that's cool to me. I like I like that you're putting your whole family on blast in public. And you're handling your divorce this way. I love it. I think it's great. Back and forth. This feels like and does have terror in his eyes. Like he's he's openly openly admitted, but through the sheer terror of maybe becoming a target of uh, Kanye's visceral, just 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 a, a, an attack on Kelsey. If if Kanye has to, Kelsey's freely admitting, yeah. You, I encourage and appreciate your abusive ways to your ex-wife and your family. Please just don't attack me. That's, yeah, that's that's the gist of it, you know. I mean, pretty, pretty much. Jesus. How I feel. Kanye, yeah. you can sing too. You don't even need auditory. You sound beautiful. Please just, you know. <laughs> Uh, this feels like this good. feels like when those movies when like a group of people go out to a bar and they bring like a guy that they don't really know and that guy tries to start a fight with another group of people and one dude's like no nah, we're cool like no we we're not with him it's no we're not with him it's yeah, fine yeah. I'm, I'm fine i'm good oh you're 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 cooking now mike yeah dude, we heard that sandwich. we heard that okay good yeah. good good, good. I thought uh, it would sh- add something, but I don't think it did. I'm sorry. I thought I, I thought it would just be like the beginning part, but it wasn't. You know, where where Seinfeld's doing a bit on the show and you could kind of hear it a little bit. Oh, oh, oh. All right. And Chris just... was like, you know that guy at the bar? And like I thought he was gonna it sounded like he was setting up a bit. Yeah, yeah I'm no. sorry, Mike, to tell you, but the uh the the Seinfeld theme song doesn't hit the millionth time you you've played it, it right up until nine hundred and ninety nine thousand times i see um, i see but and, this that one also saying? applies to seinfeld because he's outside of the club go ahead Kelsey, this is your opportunity mike you have a golden opportunity to use this seinfeld sound at, like at the right moment you just put that in your pocket don't bring okay. it out for like 30 minutes so everyone forgot Mm-hmm. You can do it. I pro- I yeah, I promise I'll be courageous with when I take it out again because I, I want you guys to know that I never skated. So, uh, <laughs> I'm having fun. I'm so happy. This is a Bachelor recap podcast. You know what I'm talking <laughs> about? <laughs> hey, Chris, is it time for the one other segment we have on the show? What's the word? What's the school? Now it's time. For Bachelor News. (laughs) That's right. Welcome to uh, Bachelor News. One of the only segments of the show. Uh, Really the big thing um, that is worth noting in the Bachelor Nation world of gossip and all that is uh, a TikTok blew up of a 
woman who is currently dating Bachelor Nation favorite Carl. Mm. Uh, Carl. She, uh, Carl, who we all know was the motivational speaker from Katie's season. Mm. Um, she posted she a bracelet, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, she she posted a TikTok of basically the caption was like, when you're dating someone who was the villain on their franchise, but he's been nothing but sweet to you, something like that. No, um, but it's something about how, that, but you've been roasting him in your group chat and then now you, you go from roasting oh, him in your group yeah, chat to dating is. the villain of the season. Yeah. POV. Uh, Which also in- makes me so upset because it's not a POV. <laughs> it's not, you know, it's you fucking idiots. Learn what the fucking acronym means. Ending up in love with the villain on The Bachelor slash Bachelor in Paradise that you used to roast with your friends every time he showed up on screen. Um, In love, she said. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. People can change. People can grow and mature. Um, We at the end of the day, we would hope that Carl is not like a bad person in real life. Uh, Right. And like when you look back in terms of like the things that he did on the show he didn't do anything that was like majorly evil he was just annoying he just sucked a lot and didn't own up to when he was being called out so because he called called every he he threw everyone under the bus kind of right right yeah he did but he also didn't take the heat like when the people were looking for who it was Nobody, he wouldn't, he wouldn't offer up that information. He wasn't like, it was me. He didn't stand up about it. Maybe she meant POV, like, like person of villainy or something. And this Ah, is like a series she's doing. ah, And she's going to fall in love with all the villains. Okay. Well, next up, she's going to fall in love with Andrew from Married at First Sight Australia season nine. Oh, also one more thing. Um, <laughs> which call it? Uh, Anna from yeah. Matt James Redman. season, infamous yeah. for uh, making accusations that a girl was a sex worker. Uh-huh. Uh, our pin tweet at we didn't get a rose um, might not be a pin tweet long uh, longer because a tweet that I tweeted on Monday's episode might get more favorites and uh, retweets. That's besides the point. The point oh. is she posted a TikTok about how she got humbled because she ran into Chris Harrison and he said to her face, nice to meet you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what? She does have one of those faces that's exactly like every other face of just pretty lady. You know? Mm-hmm. What week did she leave her season? She was like three or four. Yeah. You got you got to be like week seven, week eight for Chris she was, Harrison. She was deep eight. enough for the new girls to show up, though. So I think she must have been like four or five at least. Like, oh, maybe. Yeah. So like she like she was around not just the week that Brittany and Michelle got there. She was there the week after. Like anyway, that I, I she she must have been around for a little bit longer. Yeah. Um. Well, who cares? It's about you know. People that did not leave a mark, especially not even on Chris Harrison. Uh, and that's enough for Bachelor News. It's time to talk yes. about this episode, which, yes. man, I, uh, I, let's, we're going to, 
be real clear here. A lot less people are enthused about this season, you know? And remember when the media was being like, hey, Matt James' season setting record lows for The Bachelor, and yet Clayton's season is doing way worse, and there's none of that coverage happening. Love, uh, do you know, do love you know that. that, Mike? Do you know numbers, really? Oh, I, re- I read about it on the Twitter. I read it on the Twitter. I say like an old man. Uh, <laughs> but I, I read about it on Twitter like a couple weeks ago. Somebody posted an article ripping into Matt, and then they're like a TV reviewer, a TV columnist or something, and they were like, but Clayton's season is, the numbers are not matching up. Yeah, so oh, wow. for Clayton's season premiere, 3.8 million people tuned in. Whereas for Matt's season premiere, 5.2 million tuned in. And then it, the numbers have only waned over time. Like, obviously, people were like, Matt showing his ass the first night. A lot of viewers tuned out the second he had that fireside chat. What was it? Was it Kix that said this? That was like that, that sound you heard at that time was all black people turning their TVs off when he <laughs> openly announced that he was just going to pick a white woman. Um, yeah, I remember that. So, Did you say uh, that? What's that? No, Kicks, my old uh, my old roommate, our, our pal who does the podcast all the time. Oh yeah, I know Kicks, but but uh, Matt oh, James. Matt was basically yeah. like, you know, people are going to be ups- upset oh, yeah. if I pick a black woman or if I, <laughs> no, you know, people pick... expect me to end up with a oh, certain that's what type it was. of person, and we're like, oh right, oh wow, you're just gonna, you're just telling us that you don't, okay. So you're saying it without saying it. All right, I, yeah, I see yeah. you, Matt. I see you, Matt James. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, in fact, I think so. This latest week, <laughs> I'm looking at the ratings numbers. The mm-hmm. latest week, so this Monday had the highest uh, viewership at 3.7 really? million, but still not even cracking four million. So basically, all of this to say, there's there's two t- takeaways from this. One, um, Clayton's boringness is like the ratings are down, and that Matt yeah. James. His decline ratings, like like Clayton's is worse. Like that should say a lot, but no one's talking about it because obviously racial implications. But then the most important thing that is the takeaway from this is that this season is so boring that we are talking about TV ratings instead of what's actually happening on this show. Yeah, man. And you know why? Because we had the same thing happen four times this episode and we can apply... There were some moments that stand out like here and there, but truly nothing remarkable happens on these hometowns. You just find that Matt has uh, uh, not Matt Clayton. (laughs) Clayton's got four women who really like him and that he really likes. And the families are understandably protective and been are like, you know, you're dating three other women and our, our dear lady. And they're like, well, are you going to, you better take care of her. And he's like, "Uh uh-huh, you got it. And then he has to send one of them home. Like there's nothing, this, this episode didn't give us anything crazy. I think the, the moments that, that were in the episode, the moments that are like actual moments, this episode were less like impactful than just like, here's a small thing that's going to, make me laugh a second like when gabby's father showed up and like did the thing from love actual instead of just being like hey um we're only like 30 feet away from each other and can probably hear each other if i just like said hey i knew i could be here and instead of having clayton come outside and wave and be like hi mr gabby's dad um they were like hey clayton mention that she's got a special visitor outside like it's just so stupid 
And I had a nice laugh at that whole situation. But it's stuff like that. That's how minimal moments of this episode have been. Um, what do you What do you think, Kelsey? Do you agree? Yeah, yeah, I I do. Um, I I I I don't know why Gabby's dad was not allowed to speak. Like somebody was like, "You don't right. say a word. Mm. You you show these these signs, and then you get the hell out of there." And then why doesn't Clayton go outside too? And he like chills inside, <laughs> and he's like. Yeah, I guess her dad's out there. <clears throat> Could goes. you imagine? You're you're supposed to be you're the bachelor, right? You're supposed to meet the families of all these these people. You got top four. You're supposed to meet the important people in their lives. The one can't one major person can't make it to the gathering per se, but is literally within shouting distance of a like little hello, like hey. Let me let me get a look at you and say, here's my vibe. Like it, it makes no sense to me that he wouldn't want to be like, I think I should go out there. Because right. he does go out there to comfort her afterwards, but it's only after. Why didn't why He's didn't he just talk? They were like going for the love actually thing. The whole or whatever. Shit. It's a TikTok trend or like a real trend where people do that. The whole thing was weird as fuck because one, I understand they were doing the love actually thing, but that's I and I understand everything is played out in this show, but yeah. like even in this show, the love actually thing is so played out. Like they've done it so many yeah. times in so many different ways. It's just like and also like I'm like I get it, like the posters were sweet and all, but like I think Gabby would have much rather heard her own father's voice than yeah. like signs that were clearly written by an, an intern or something. Like yeah, there just, was a sign in there that was like, I, I, "Is that Clayton? I hope he's nice" or something along those lines. And right. It just felt so fucking. I feel sad. like if his fa- if her father was actually able to write what was on the posters. One of them would say, the fuck? Who is this man? <laughs> nah, no, not no, all no. of them are Rachel's dad, man. I think that, like, I think... He's, <laughs> he's one in a million. <laughs> everyone is a shaking, angry egg man. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was intense. I liked he, him, though. I, liked I him. was he, so mad that they kept making a point of mentioning that he's, he's super Italian and that is an ex- that excuses it? Because to me, I'm like, don't put that on us. He's just being mean. You can't be mean and then be like, that's the Italian and you got the family. It's like, you know, come on. You can still be a protective person and be kind. You'd be skeptical without being a piece of shit about it. No, that's Italians. Yeah, that's, that's, Italian. that's that our culture. Is, our culture is uh, pasta hand talking and then scowling at a prospective lover of a child of ours particularly daughter of ours just angry angry and cold i would say it's the italian (laughs) it's the italian way you just gotta be (laughs) i will say um i feel like based off of the previews they're gonna make they made it seem like he was gonna be like super aggressive and confrontational and i feel like how he ended up being was like yeah there was still like he was still being like oh that's my daughter like he was still like that but it wasn't i didn't feel like it was like to this like outrageous degree i think it was to the degree of like of what i would expect 
of a man from Florida. Honestly, the warnings of it were worse than what he gave. And that tells me that in the past, he's fucked shit up. He's yeah. like pulled a knife on one of Rachel's exes or something. Like, I, I can, I guarantee he's like made a threat about like, you know how many people I know in this town? Like that kind of shit. I mean, I think, I think living in Florida doesn't help. Yeah. It's a wild mix of, of people. You know. It's a very normal state. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, it's very beautiful, and I don't appreciate the slander uh, against the great state of Florida. I've had, I've had great times in Florida, but but look at that man. Florida's okay. That man is just shaking. That man is just upset. I don't know. The amount of warnings that they had to give because of Rachel's dad, I was like, what has he done? I would like a detailed account of things that he's done to warrant that kind of attitude before he shows up and he's like, so you're going to be nice to my daughter? And Clayton's like, yes. He's like, okay, well, I guess. I'm going to talk to her first about it, but if you say you're going to be nice, I appreciate that. And I'm going to talk to her. And guess what? If she says good things, um, I don't hug, but I'm going to shake your hand and touch your arm. So that's going to be our little signal. Our little signal isn't going to be me being like good or saying anything verbally and being like, I, you know what, good for you. Or Rachel said nice things. No, 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 no. I need to, I need to let you know that I have read, uh, uh, what is it? Storytelling for dummies where you put, you, you foreshadow something with an action or a symbol. And I want you to know that I'm going to, I'm going to shake your hand and touch your arm if this goes well. (laughs) I don't understand. This man is like, oh, hey, instead of communicating verbally like a normal person, I'm right. going to give you the signal like I'm a mob boss in an episode of The Sopranos. Like, what was this like <laughs> weird, like, Rachel's I've only dad seen loves shit like parents. that. I've only seen shit like that in mob mob movies and TV shows or or anything that's about organized crime. Like, I feel like that that same motion he did means I want you to kill this man, like in, in some countries. Like, it just <laughs> no, that's felt... a kiss. Oh, that's the kiss. OK, mm. all right. It's death. I mean, he's got he's got to protect his rep. You know, he's built up such an insanely, you know, huge, like really <laughs> menacing rep. So he can't just be like, welcome to the family. Like he's he's got to be like. I'm going to touch you. <laughs> I'm going to touch you. Hey, if, Rachel, if Rachel says she loves you, I'm going to punch you in the balls when you walk out. Like he's got to do something okay. weird. Yeah. If Rachel says you're okay, we're going to hold hands and I'm going to touch your arm. I, w- uh, I wish so badly he, he like punches him in the balls or something and then is like, and then he like gives him a nice little wink. That'd be fun. I bet that I fun side is not inside of him. What if that's just like how he does things? He's just a signal guy. So he's like, you know, they do end up together and Clayton's over for, for dinner and, and Rachel's dad is like, hey, Clayton, you want ice cream? And he's like, uh, pull your right earlobe if it's vanilla and or like wiggle your nose if you want chocolate, you know? And Clayton will be like, can I get a swirl? And he'll tug his ear while we're rubbing his nose. Okay, just a fun image for me. All right, cool. I, I, want, I, I, want, I, want, him to, I want him to respond in, in all sorts of secret signs. Just at dinner, like, <laughs> Honey, if I like if I like dinner, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you later by hitting your shin, your left shin. I'm gonna bump it a little bit, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna mumble like, "Excuse me," but that means I loved it. 
if I didn't like it, I will just throw up. <laughs> if I if I put the coffee uh coffee pot upside down, that means I paid our rent. <laughs> yeah, if the if the nightstand is a, is three inches away from the wall, you'll know not to wake me before seven. If you see a uh, if you see that the cookie jar is like the lid is open at approximately forty five degree angle, that means that your mother and I are getting a divorce. Wow, and that's why they never had a cookie pot cookie jar in the house. That's right. That's right. Rachel, Those kids always try to break it. Home. Yeah. You know what it means. Yeah. <laughs> also, speaking of the fathers, I think, uh, which Macaulay, I loved how. So, okay, actually, okay, so question for both of y'all, first yeah. and foremost. Yeah. Actually, before I even ask this question, I feel like Sorry. hometowns is always the week where we find out these people's families are way more interesting than 90% of the people on these shows. Mm. Um, so, after pointing that out, out of the four contestants that we saw, which no mm. shade to the four contestants that are still in the show, mm. none of this is one of the few times the top four where there wasn't a single person I was emotionally invested in. Like, I have nothing against this top four. I just, none of them, I'm like, I was active. Well, I guess Gabby. I take that back. Yeah, I, I like yeah. Gabby. Now that I, I like think Gabby. About it. I also like Susie. I, I, the thing is, it's one of those things where it's like, I'm not ambivalent. I want them all to be well and happy and have good lives. I think that they're fine people and i think that they deserve the love that they're seeking for and the good life like i hope that that's clear when i say i find just you know i i just don't think they're entertaining to watch like i just don't care mm -hmm. so i'm not invested i think Susie's interesting and cool yeah. so i think that that's nice and i think gabby's a real goofster which was fun to watch yeah but like you know rachel's just boring tv and and serene is too she's like guarded and super sweet and you know, deserves better than what she got this episode, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I hear I, what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I do, how I did, however, love Susie's dad. Susie's oh, dad see, yeah. that's what I was just about to ask. Was despite mm -hmm. how I feel about the contestants, like which family was the best? Because I do think Susie's family was great to watch i i enjoyed i thought that was i very sweet. loved uh gabby's grandfather holy gabby's shit. grandfather was dope yeah exactly well I, gabby's family was great if the dad could have been there i think it would have been great too yeah. i just think it's marred by the stupidity of the love actually thing yeah but i think gabby's hometown was very nice gabby's grandfather was great yeah you know uh I do not remember. I'm only Rachel's family. The only reason why I remember yeah. Rachel's family is because the absurdity of <laughs> her father. Right. Uh, and then Serene's family, like her brother. Yo, her brother is fine as fuck. Uh, that is a good looking man. In my opinion. I was also I was going to say I might I must not have paid attention to anything that Serene has said about her family or anything. Because I had no idea that she's biracial or like, you know, I was not expecting her mom to be white. I was like, what? Okay. Did not know. Uh, and then that was just like a surprise to me. And I was like, okay, sweet. Good to know. And, but her mom looked upset the whole time. You heard and it I here first, folks. 
please give Mike a heads up if your mom is white. <laughs> I don't know why. It just, don't like, confuse it was, it was, him. It's it's one of those things that like it's every time someone's biracial on the show, it has come up as like a discussion point. And I yeah, feel like we've talked true. about the show so much this season. See, that that's how much Shereen doesn't open up. She didn't even mention that she, she had a white mama. <laughs> She's like, hey, you're going to meet my family. Oh, shit. OK, um, I should let you know. It will probably confuse you. My mom is white. <laughs> Wait a second. What? And Clayton's got to be like, hold on a second. Where have I seen this before? Where I have enjoyed I, I enjoyed Serene's mom because Serene was like, Oh, remember the whole uh, uh, Firefly. fireflies thing? Well, he got me a jar with lights in it. Isn't that so sweet? And his and her mom externally was like, "Wow," Aww. but on the inside, I knew she was just like, "Are you about to fucking get engaged over a jar?" Yeah, yeah. Her you're mom gonna you're gonna so marry a stranger because he bought you a jar. She's like, "I'm falling in love with him," and mom's like. I could get you lights, baby. Like anybody can do this. <laughs> if that's really what you need, like maybe we need to re like reevaluate your hierarchy of needs or whatever. Um, oh, shout out to real quick uh, to go back to Serene's brother. Shout oh, out to someone Colin. on Twitter tweeting, uh, "Someone better hide Serene's brother from Claire Crawley." Ah! <laughs> 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 oh. It's yeah, he's he's in the Claire zone for sure. Yeah. Oh, shit. It's At so funny. The batch the bachelor whore is the Twitter account's name. Hide this man from C- Claire Crawley ASAP. And it's a picture where, where's, of Serena. Where's she Crawley. at? Because that dating. that relationship lasted like two months, right? Or something? Yeah. She's and dating um Blake M from her season. But she was dating Jeff Dye for a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Look, man, enjoy your life. But also, Roland, Roland, Serene's brother, make him the bachelor. Let's see how he does. <laughs> I don't, I don't I just, think they could get him. I don't think he'd be into it. You know, I don't he, think he'd, he'd be like, into it. But also, like, clear. what if they did Serene Bachelorette and Roland Bachelor? Yo, would that be a first? Would brother and sister? First? Yeah. Back to back seasons. <laughs> You Wait, have to what? call I each missed... other during fantasy week and be like, how's it going for you? It's like, shit, I uh, I gotta not share that stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Chris, you missed the whole five. joke. That was amazing. I'm sorry. I was saying, was what happening. if they made Serene the Bachelorette and Roland the Bachelor? Like, back-to-back seasons. Mm. See? That okay, can... that's the reaction I was looking for. I mean, I still, I think I think Honestly, for the batch, the next bachelorette, I would prefer to watch Gabby because I think Gabby would make it yeah, funny and I fun. I think Gabby would be a lot more fun. I grin. I, I like I said, Serene and Rachel are just not entertaining to be TV. Yeah. Uh, for you know what, I argue that Susie is also not the most entertaining, but like you get I would a lot say, more interesting. I would say like in terms of being, yeah, in terms of being entertaining for television, Susie is not that entertaining. I think no. she would be a, she would She's be interesting. She would be good. Like she wouldn't be a I bad bachelorette. Be a bachelorette for sure. uh, but I don't think, I think I would, 
I think I will get more on screen character from Gabby because she's yes. funny. But also at the same time, I am someone who like to me, that's I want to see people be funny. I'm the kind of person. You know what? I just thought of who I want for the best. <laughs> <laughs> Is who told you? Is that <laughs> who's, who's been snitching? <laughs> I okay, so I I know what I want for the next Bachelor Bachelorette season. Okay. I know exactly. I'm picturing who I want. I know what I want. And that's a break. No, I picked no. the wrong one. Don't you, don't you dare. Like that. No. Don't you dare. I'm sorry. That's what I want. I need I'm it. Sorry. I want it so bad. I'm sorry. This season, this season has Does been he not so deserve it? Okay. It's fun. Thank it's you. fun to Thank whip you. those out of nowhere. That's fun. Thank you. Thank you very I'll, much. I'm going to give it to you. Thank I think you. I I am so this season has really beat the fun out of the franchise for me. And I really hope that they can bring it back by just like I think Gabby deserves to be Bachelorette, unless Clayton is like, no, I see, I see how great she is and I want to marry her. <laughs> you know what I mean? But is that even happening? Who do you think Clayton's picking? Rachel? That's the thing, the previews say something weird. They I say, thought Susie was going home. And not, so I was surprised that Susie made it. Interesting. So thought Susie was going home. I think I think it's gonna be Rachel. I think I I could say pretty confidently that I also believed it to be Rachel for sure. Yeah. I think uh, Gabby goes home next. Uh, if only one person goes home in the next episode, I think it's gonna be Gabby. I think um, it's gonna be Susie. I think Susie's next to go. I think the final two are gonna be Gabby and Rachel, but. Mm. The preview said something weird. They said next week, fantasy suites, and then tell all, and you're not gonna want to miss the like the craziest end. The ending, yeah, yeah. It's gonna end. So, like, quite literally, I think what's gonna happen is fantasy suite. That whole reveal of like, I I'm in love with all three of you, and I've slept with two of you, and I just I'm sorry. And then Rachel's going to cry on the stairs and Susie's walking out and Gabby's like probably going to feel disrespected as well. And so, I think that he really wants to be with Rachel personally. That's what I believe. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's wild. I don't think that they're going to end up with a, an ending to the season. Neil I Lane think, isn't getting his screen time this season. I think, um, I think because he says only two, I think, what happens is that he sleeps the two and the third one, whichever one Susie. is like, I want to like wait. Uh, uh, or I want to like um, spend the night getting to know each other more. Like, like similar to how Hannah B and Tyler C didn't uh, fuck on their fantasy suites. They just right. got to know each other. Like, I think it'll be a reasoning for that. Not like for like a religious thing. Um, and I think uh, I also wanted to say I posted a video about this today, but I, I wanted to say it on the podcast. I do not understand why Neither. contestants get surprised that no the lead sleeps with multiple people. Now, and before continuing on, I want to make the obvious thing like the obvious caveat that shouldn't need to be said, but I'm going to say it anyways. Obviously, all of these contestants are justified in feeling the way they feel and feeling hurt and betrayed. Also, I think it's important to note that what makes this time different than any of the previous seasons is that, and then correct me if I'm wrong, 
like usually they don't the lead doesn't say i love you back until like after fantasy suites i think um so like they normally don't first of all i've been trying i tried i would fought my way to not use air horns over that last statement before but um i also want to say they're they haven't been allowed to say i love you and then the people past. have been playing fast and loose with it in the last couple of years. Right. Of saying, like, I'm I could see myself falling in love with you. I think I'm falling in love with you. Right. I can fall in love with you. I have fallen in love with you. I am in love with you. I love you. Um I'm, I'm, but- I'm trying to remember when I heard this, but I heard Clayton say something that I actually was like, oh shit, that makes sense to me. And that I feel like is a smart way to play it. Mm-hmm. Of him saying about how he is going to be completely open and, and he's not gonna like guard any feelings and if he falls in love he does and i don't know i don't feel like i've ever heard a contestant say that yeah so because because of that that's why like i i think that's why this is such a big deal this time because it's like yeah that's a little that's a little fuck to like tell someone hey i love you also i fucked um your roommate yeah He starts by saying, I'm in love with all of you, but I've, and I've also been intimate with all of you. Like it, the idea of being like, I'm in love with you and you and you. And you're like, mm, hold on a second. This is a show about monogamy. Right. So it's it's very much it's I like once again, they are justified in how they feel. But like this is a cornerstone of this franchise, this mm. fantasy suites like y- you knew this week was coming. I just don't understand the surprise like being yeah the outrage is always strange yeah i like you can be hurt for sure but like what made you think that the man who was dating 30 of your roommates at the exact same time was going to be loyal i mean that's the thing is like i in the preview well, is he not being loyal though you know isn't that the question is isn't he this is the premise this is the setup Mm-hmm. this is the deal he's trying yeah. to find who's going to be with for the rest of his life so this is like high stakes different shit right like that's true that is mm-hmm. it, it's, you know? te- it's technically not cheating because it's more of like they're it's a largely polygamous uh polygamous <laughs> polyamorous <laughs> uh like setup that ends with monogamy um, right so it's like alternate realities it like they like split off, but then they keep bringing them back together for like rose yeah. ceremonies and stuff. Right. At that point, I'll, I feel like you do that shit separate. I don't know. I'll say that like in the, the preview, we have someone, I think it's Susie saying like, is it too much to ask the man you love to not sleep with anybody else? And it's like, in this context, yeah, probably. Like, it, like are, are you on the exact same page? He, it, You're the only one that has blinders on for everybody else right now. Because there's only one man that you're allowed to compete your affections for. He's right. literally narrowing down between you and two other women now. It's like, it's not, it is a weird imbalance. The power dynamics of it all are just like unfair and uncool. But like, I, I definitely think that I, this is the first time I, I, I've seen it admitted on the show and not just like after the final rose where it's like, yeah, I have slept with all of you. Or like, I've slept with two of you. You know right. what I mean? Rather than because like Hannah Brown has, you know, you've said it on the show to camera, but it's never been like, you know, 
at Fantasy Suite, she showed up and been like, yeah, well, didn't sleep with Tyler, but we had a lovely night and I respect you and I love that you respect me. Peter, way to go. Uh, and like, you know, Jed, boom, boom, baby. You know what I mean? Like none of them are doing that. But Clayton is being like, look, I'm in love with all of you and I have slept with two of you and I am sorry and conflicted. Uh, uh, Rachel, will you accept this rose? And she's like, no. Uh, so I, I, I just don't know what to expect out of next week. I hate that they're doing a two-parter next week. The episodes yeah. are already two hours long. Just like fucking, why you got to make it two nights? Why you got to make it two nights? I'm, ups- yeah. I'm upset that they're saying that, that, that it's going to be over because I was under the impression that this was going to be happening the rest of my life because I'm... <laughs> watching this season <laughs> can you hold on it was happening for the rest of your life you can go ahead and say it again uh i just want to say <laughs> i feel so that like tricked because i thought they said it's ending next week and uh i was under the impression that it was happening for the rest of my life because <laughs> wasn't worth it See, that's that's why I wasn't even making eye contact. <laughs> oh my god, you knew. You knew. I knew. I knew. How'd right you not know? Did you not know? Kelsey, <laughs> you deserve better. <laughs> well, okay, so that leads us to Look, Serene. I don't uh, want to be a third host anymore. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 wait, Kelsey, I'll get I'll get the song on here. Uh, no, that's not gonna do it. That's what not song do you want it. on here? I'll put on anything. Too late, I have Hummingbird. Uh, what this is you want? disgusting. This is sad. <laughs> no, no, Kelsey. Hey, Kelsey, please. Need, you, how, could, how could you do this to me? Come on. You, you need something on Violet Street? Or, like, would it be better? Do you want to go on the EP? <laughs> uh, one thing I do want to say, uh, when it comes to the dates, uh, the hometown dates, because I forgot that when it's the hometown dates, this is the first time that the planning of the date is no longer in Clayton's hands, which also at the same time I still feel like is, like, I still don't really believe that the lead does a lot of work to plan dates. I mean, I, I think... guess I guess that they're pitched ideas. I think that's how it is. I think I read that they're pitched ideas and they pick the one that they like most. Got it. Okay. Um, so unless it's something like the Freud one, which is like they have to do something with Freud, and so they they plan that date exclusively. Right. Like they there are some dates that they don't have a choice in. Right. Um, I think. Uh, Susie doing the Taekwondo so uh, fun. That was cool. That was really dope. Also, that it was just cool. Like, I like when people on this show incorporate their passions into the date. So, like, seeing Susie someone in their element, yeah, seeing huh. Susie in her element, uh, is was dope. And then, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Gabby going, going, huh. taking Clayton on a hike. Uh, nope, nope, uh, don't do uh-huh. that. Uh, no to hiking dates. That's terrible. But How hilarious! Up there? <laughs> hilarious that they had a random ass hot tub at the top <laughs> right. of a mountain. Fucking like what? <laughs> Why? You guys, you guys, you guys haven't been to Denver? Says on every hiking trail, there's a hot. Tub. <laughs> I've been to Denver. I'm just not gonna hike uh, when I'm out there. Okay. Too busy. Too busy eating burritos. That's that's fine. That's fine. You're not going to see these hot tubs, though. You know, you're right. You're right. I should be. 
I should go out looking for hot tubs and avoiding bears. I I wish I wish so badly I got to see more of um, Gabby Susie's moves. Oh yeah, but the one move she did was pretty awesome, and it and yeah, yes. uh, it, it it was a uh, really Zenya. You know, you know, Goldeneye. She kills people, and she's got like yeah. the, like does the thing where she chokes them with her yes. eyes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's it's like cool. the and then they had a little joke there. It was like I wanted to see if. If Clayton likes choking, uh, turns out he can handle it. You know, like um, I also really like that the first move that the instructors do is shrimping, and he's like, "Shrimp? Wait, what? Shrimp? Oh, I can't get away from shrimp. Can't believe shrimp is a thing again." You know, what yeah. a fun, uh, fun coincidence. I um, I didn't need to hear um. Susie make a choking joke with Clayton because I don't want to picture Clayton sexually. Um, but uh, also at the same time, like who it's 2022, who doesn't like getting choked? Uh, so I, I, I don't like being choked. Really? Mikey, sweetie, like baby, being... honey, my lover, you don't like don't... being choked? No, because I got a lot of layers here. So before you get to anything. <laughs> You get you you're you're losing your hand to the roll. You just want to feel something. Yeah, and I feel plenty already. You know, I'm still. Hey, if I'm if I'm fucking, I'm like, oh wow, look at this! I can't believe it's happening. Can you? <laughs> and that's already enough excitement for me. You know, so I don't need to. Don't oh, need to look at this! Look at me! Time. Look at you! You're here! Oh, hey. Hey. <laughs> I'm in you! Hey, look at me! Oh, I'm here! Look at tickle. me! <laughs> Hey, it's Mikey. Hey. Yeah, when I, I have sex, this is what I No one let me have a soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're and right. then for Serene, <laughs> they did that obstacle ropes course kind of shit. And um, the 80 foot drop. Which honestly, the best part of that was Clayton freaking out over the yeah, bridge. Yeah, I loved it. And then Serene doing it in like 30 seconds. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, yeah. Clayton freaking was out was the most emotion shit. we got out of him besides yeah. the previews everywhere. Where it's like, <laughs> she's broken. Yeah. Oh, actually, that's what it is. When he says, I'm so broken, he was just thinking about the ropes course. <laughs> Like, the producer just reminds him really, really quickly, like, you know, how shitty you were on that thing. Uh, <laughs> that yeah. roast course is why he sent Serene home. He was still upset. <laughs> yeah, how dare you do, do you know? That. Do you notice that he gets really competitive? You see it like in little yes. blips, mm-hmm. little clips. Yeah, like, yeah. he was like the first night he was playing, like, he was doing the beanbag uh, toss, yeah, yeah, cornhole. Oh. Bean bag toss. That's what I yeah, call it. Cornhole or bag toss. I remember being a sketch, a sketch on Kroll Show when they did Pennsylvania, like the Pennsylvania Pittsburgh versus Philly accent sketches that they did with John Daly, and they'd be like, "It's called cornhole. No, it's bag toss. It's cornhole. It's bag toss. <laughs> it's very dumb. Those accents are hilarious." Uh, so go ahead. Good. He 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 got he gets like upset for a second. You can yeah. catch him. Well, in little he moments, was like basically beating his chest, being like, "Come on, Clay, ah, let's go!" Ah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Psyching himself out, just weird as shit to me. <laughs> I I want to do that uh, obstacle course. Looks you awesome. Do? Yeah. Oh wow, that looks so okay. cool. 
Do they have something like that here? Anyone? Probably. Oh, I bet they brought in California. I bet they have to. Where is that? Where does she live? Um, good question. Let me look it up. Uh, Serene Bachelor Hometown. Uh, don't know. Where's Serene? Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City. Oh, shit. We can probably do it on tour. Hey! Hey! There we go. <laughs> do it on tour, baby. All right. Um, All right. Well, I, I did like that when she got eliminated. She was like, "I don't have anything else to say to him," and I was like, "Yeah, fucking finally." <sighs> I love. I'm. I like that some of the exits of the women on the show have been like, "Man, fuck that guy." Yeah. Like, it's been it's been refre- a refreshing change of like, why am I not lovable and I wish him well and I hope I find love and he finds who he's looking for. Instead, it's been like Claire at the beginning of the season being like, this fucking idiot's t- too much of a pussy for me. And then Serene's like, I got nothing left to say to him. Cassidy's like, what a bitch. <laughs> you know, like. I saw a tweet that perfectly encapsulates how I felt, which was basically the tweet was saying that they were so happy Serene didn't shed a single tear for him on camera. Like, I think, I mean, maybe she cried once the cameras were off, which is valid. Um, But also it's like, yeah, he's not worth, he's not worth footage of you crying over this man. No, 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 no. So yeah, that's Serene went home this week. Yeah, Serene yeah. went home, uh, and then now we're down to Gabby, Rachel, and Susie. Can we uh, also talk about was it Rachel's friends who were there that were like, "Hey, um, if you get hurt, <laughs> I don't want to have to deal with it." Yeah, like both both <laughs> her friends said it to her, and one of them said it to Clayton. Oh, like, don't supportive. hurt her because I don't want to have to fucking deal with it. It's like. They which, both know that they're going to have to be there for it. Which uh, is just some, which is textbook best friendship. That's some real like, best friendship. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how you know they are real tight homies, where it's uh-huh. just like, girl, you since you know this is stupid and you know I know this is stupid, uh-huh. I ain't going to waste my time uh-huh. like playing therapist for you because we both know this is stupid. So yeah. like, I'm going to let you do this because you're an adult. And you're allowed to make your own decisions Mm -hmm. because like we've all had friends who were knowingly in a situation that was unhealthy Uh, for them. And it gets to a point where you're like, you just kind of like wipe your hands off. You go, okay, nope, nope, go, go hurt yourself. But I warned you, I warned you, I warned you, you, but go hurt yourself. I warned you, Bob. Like, it's one of those where it's like, yeah, if you get hurt, like, I'm still going to have sympathy. But also at the same time, you got to take responsibility for, like, you chose to be in this. Mm. Uh, so I respect that those best friends were like, nah, girl, I ain't wasting my wine drunkness <laughs> on this. No, you call mm. me when you when you healed, but yeah. I'm not going to be there night one. <laughs> and obviously, they're going to be there night one for her. But like, <laughs> but they're they still low like being deal friends. They're basically like we are now on a limited texting plan. Uh, if you ah. if they break up with you, you get five texts a week. You better make it count. I do think that this like that kind of stuff makes Rachel more interesting to me. Like that, like her friends being that close 
is also just a nice sign. Like, it just makes me think, like, yeah, I mean, these these women are interesting and fun and normal, regular people. But just I can't help but think, man, Rachel, it's boring TV, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so, like, for sure, I miss Shanae. You know what I mean? Like, I miss... I can't I wish wait. I can't wait for her to be back be, on my television. I'm so excited for this tell-all. They, it looks like they're going to dogpile on Cassidy, which I don't understand. Yeah, because Cassidy, look, she might have said some mean shit in the in the in the house, like what she told Hunter. What's your exit interview going to be? Uh, classic line. <laughs> An classic incredible line. line. But I do think that Cassidy just having a friends with benefits before coming on the show, being her her the sin that gets her sent away versus her just kind of like not playing the game and being like hey clayton i don't give a fuck about no kids like let's make out by the pool and i'm gonna throw this cake on the ground you know what i mean um i i i can't believe that that's the focal point of their anger when shanae is right there uh but i'm so excited to watch the tell-all i think it's gonna be explosive and fun and interesting and uh yeah i don't know i can't believe it's almost over and thank god correct me if i'm wrong was there one time early on when shanae was on it was like Mm -hmm. the second it was like the the one right before she got booted uh they were showing later shots of that scene where he's like i had i slept with uh two of you i'm in love with all of you and it showed Shanae's yeah, it did. standing somewhere. And yeah. it looked like she was there. It did. So for the whole period of leading up to now, they have been splicing in different women uh, in, in the preview in similar looking venues. Like, it could be her. And so, like, I think the first, the first, time we saw the preview, Sarah was prominently featured in that ending. Oh. And Shanae was in there, and you know, so there's a couple of women that were there. And it's just all Mr. X, man. Difficult. Um, makes me ups- it, it, you know, so I'm like, at, at the same time, I'm like, oh, they just spoiled their top three. It's like, no, they didn't. They were very good at this. Like, the editing on this was fantastic, but like well, but, very upsetting. But, I didn't know that. I for weeks I did think that like why are they ruining this ending? Yeah. So it's not like I don't feel like they pulled a fast one. I feel like they pulled like an an annoying one that didn't. Yes, a very annoying. They did a very annoying thing, but they did it well. You know what I mean? Like they didn't yeah. do a good job by us, but technically they did a good job in that. Hey, it looks like you're telling us who the women are. Technically, right. by editing standards, they yes, did a good job. That's literally they it. edited it well. They right. edited it. Editing-wise, uh-huh. great. But overall, like, you should have just never showed this in the preview. Like, this should have yeah, just been... Insane. This would have hit so much more if we didn't know this was going to be the climax of the season. And I understand that, like, oh, but we got to keep you around. No, keep us around with interesting footage. Like, that's how you keep yeah, us engaged but- in the show. There was a lack of such footage. Right, right. Because they need something. They need a Colton jump, you know, to show <laughs> yeah. like every fucking five seconds. This season's Colton jump is Clayton saying, I'm so broken. And that's it. 
you know? Um, as good as a jump. <laughs> Not nearly. Any anything else about the episode, or should we go into roses and thorns? I'm trying to think here about it. Um, how about uh, Gabby explaining to her family how she said to Clayton that she? Oh yeah, there we go. Wanted him to sit on her face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the grandpa being like, ah, loving it. <laughs> sit on your face. <laughs> First of all, that was an unnecessary question by Clayton. Clayton knew damn well what he was doing. And that, yeah. that was, Clayton, you out your damn mind. Second of all, hilarious that the family yeah. was that on board with it. That's so funny. I mean, I do appreciate right. that because it's like it's her grandfather and then her aunt and uncle and, and cousin, right? So it's like it's not even like her. It, the thing is, she knows that they're going to see it later anyway, right? It's not like they're not going to watch the season. So they're right. going to see her entrance. And then, um, but Clayton was like, well, I'm going to tell you about this. And she's like, Clayton, no, don't do this. Please don't do it. And he's like, I'm going to get you. It's time for me to get you. And he tells them. And the grandfather is so on board. He's cackling. But I do want to point out that I think that the grandfather is great because he didn't give a fuck. And like Gabby's asking him what he thinks. And she, he's like, well, I think he's full of shit. And having a laugh about it. It didn't feel like an earnest, I think he's full of shit, but it's like, it did feel like a, like, I'm fucking around, you know what I mean? And that moment about him still wearing his wedding ring after his uh, wife, yeah, passed a while, a long time ago, uh, and being like, I'm proud of having been married to the same person for as long as I have been. I thought that phrasing was weird. Uh, nothing about loving his wife, just being married to her for uh, the same person, as he put it. Hey, but, hey uh, being married is a challenge, Okay. Okay, it's just all right. Something you're not gonna understand until you get one of these bad boys. Damn, there's right. no need to flex on us like that. You're not gonna understand until you get one of these. Chelsea just Chelsea <laughs> just pointed at a fridge. That's a weird thing to point out when you. <laughs> you're not gonna understand until you buy a mini fridge. Like, <laughs> so you mini fridge get you through these marriage <laughs> tough times. I was not pointing at that. I pointed at my wedding ring. How dare you, Mike? I, I wish I had a soundboard. I'm... Uh oh, uh oh, don't remind me. I never skated. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody let me have power. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say we wrap up with the Rose of Yeah. We're good? Yes, yeah, do it. Um, Kelsey, would you like to go first or you want me to go first? Um, I can go. I can go. Um, okay. My, my Rose. Yeah. goes to uh i just think Susie's dad is just a real sweet I loved her dad yeah and uh he's just just like so straight up and so just like reasonable and like and and like charming it just and just seemed like a cool guy and yeah i was like I, I like this guy a lot i do in too a, in a show where i'm not in love with many people i like i like that yeah but she was my dad excellent rose um so that's my rose my thorn um is uh i guess i guess rachel's rachel's no i was gonna say rachel's family but they i had fun they 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 provided some spice i think Mm -hmm. that's for sure um my thorn just my thorns clayton yeah i mean that's a fair thorn 
Yeah. Well, let me just say copycat, because first things first, my thorn. <laughs> like every it's episode. been a thorn every week and will continue to be a thorn every week goes to Clayton's existence. I'm tired of seeing this man on my television. Um and once again, like yes, we are only seeing the footage that ABC chooses to show us, which means a this man is that born where they have no interesting footage to show, or B. None. He is interesting, but for some reason, ABC wants us to continue hating him, even though ABC leading up to the season was like, give him a chance, give him a chance, give him a chance. So it's highly unlikely that there actually is interesting footage of this man. He really is boring. And this is the best that that they have to offer. So, Clayton, I know you're a person with feelings and, and like. Yeah everyone's coming at you like this so i'm sure that's not great on your mental health um so allow me to be another person coming after you fuck you uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh so brutal oh you took the thorn and you used it as a weapon i took the thorn and you slapped him with it Ooh. Uh, and another thorn goes to the hot tub at the top of the mountain. Fuck you. Uh, that's that's the uh, shout out to the interns who had to lug that shit up a mountain. Also, how did they get that up there? I have so many questions. No idea. Um, no idea. Go visit Denver. It's beautiful. <laughs> Everywhere. Yeah, maybe it's just a Denver, Denver thing. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, look, hot tubs grow in the hillsides of Denver, right? That's how that. Happens. Yeah, that's actually they, they yeah, naturally it's, occur. It's a it's a subspecies of a uh, of ficus trees actually. Now that I think about <laughs> jacuzzi, it, um, jacuzzi brand hot tubs occur yeah. naturally in the wild. Um, and then, uh, which call it? My final thorn goes to the Love Actually shit. I it would have just been better if you would have oh, let Gabby have damn. a fucking conversation with her father. Yeah, like I don't. I, yes, I've never seen Love Actually, so I have no emotional ties to the film. But also at the same time, it. I have so many people tell me that the movie has aged terribly. So it's so bad. Yeah, I just so, watched for the first time this Christmas. It's dude, it is. It's, I watched it years ago oh. and it was bad. Like okay. this, it's it's not it. And people are like, I watch it every Christmas for years and years and years, and it never gets old. And you know what? I agree that the song that the dude keeps singing at the beginning is very catchy and annoying. Was it Bill Nye? Uh, yeah. That's, uh, he's very, it's catchy and annoying. And that's just how it goes with Christmas songs anyway. But then the one subplot that's at all interesting gets the least amount of play. And uh, the rest of the movie is just problematic and frustrating. Yeah. Awesome. So because of that, I'm not a fan of the gimmick. I would have just much preferred that they interact like actual human beings and had a fucking conversation, even if they had to awesome. scream it. Um, and then Roses goes to okay, Gabby's go. grandpa, fucking yeah. MVP. Yeah. I want him to be the next host of this franchise. Uh, another <laughs> Rose goes to um, uh, Susie Ford. Uh, even yeah. though I complained about choking, I'm glad she choked uh, Clayton, but I wish she would have done it for a little bit longer and he passed out. Um, Come on, he tapped. She has respect for the game. Come on now. Uh, also, I thought it was very sweet where Susie was like, the reason why I don't put up with a lot of shit is because of you, dad. You've set the bar very high. And yeah. the dad was like, really? It's 
it's because of me. And I can yeah. tell on the inside, he's like, damn right. Uh, I thought yeah. that was just a, a sweet was, moment. I, yeah, I love that. Uh, and then. Oh, final rose goes to uh, Clayton uh, not being able to cross the bridge. And then Serene immediately being able to just like speed run that shit. Like she like Clayton was like acting like that ropes course was Dark Souls. And like Serene was like when speed runners are like, I beat Super Mario in 16 seconds. Like it was just like one of those shit. Where <laughs> Let's it was also just... not forget though, but that like Serene like weighs 100 pounds and Clayton's probably like a solid 250. Yeah, but still, like I was, I, I was thinking about that for a second. Yeah, I, I that might be valid, but yeah. like if I was to do any of that, I'd be like, I have great balance, no problem. But uh, my weight distribution shifts me around, and I'm way heavier on these same ropes, like than than say anybody else. I you know would do it. So actually, a new thorn goes to y'all ruining my rose. Um, this was one of the few moments of this show that I was I able to find. <laughs> All right, Mike, sweetie, C. baby, honey, my my lover, what do you got? Well, I got there. All all the rose and thorns that I had prepped are 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 gone. You guys took them. Uh, my, I think I, I gotta give a rose to Susie's dad. I think he's very sweet. I really liked him on the screen. Same thing, you know what goes to Gabby's grandfather. Mm-hmm. You got a sweet moment. He's a jokester. You can see that the family's a bunch of like on the goofier side, but Gabby and her grandfather have a lovely relationship and they joke around a lot, which I. I feel like it's very sweet. It's something that like it, it was very nice to see. Um, I'll give a rose to, um, I guess Rachel's friends for being that blunt about it, being like, "Look, yeah. I, we are not, you know, <laughs> I don't want to have to deal with this. So don't break her heart." Uh, that was funny to me, and I thought that was uh, a rose worthy. And I'll say this: if I was Clayton, if all of this was pleasant enough. You know, like all of this was very, like nice. All these conversations felt fine. There was nothing like upsetting or weird, or there was no like Rachel's family from last year, like the Kirkconnells with the most cold reception in the world. And, you know, her mom not even being worried that she smashed her face on the ground falling out the sky. You know what I mean? Like it was like there wasn't any weirdness. There wasn't anything strange aside from, and here's a thorn that goddamn love actually thing. The love actually thing was so fucking stupid. Um, I hated that. I just have a fucking conversation. You are within earshot. There is nothing. It's not, it's not Christmas. It's not you know? Christmas. Not even fucking Christmas. Either. It makes no sense. Was it Christmas around what? No, because it would have been snowing. Yeah. Would have been snowing yeah. like crazy. It was Denver. Yeah. Um, another thorn is man. You got to stop throwing hot tubs just everywhere. They they have hot tubs all over this franchise. Uh, and I think a final rose will go to how long this season feels. This season feels like interminable dread, and I want it done. I want to skip the fantasy suites just to get to the end where Clayton fucks it all up, and then the Bachelor announcer is like, well, <laughs> none of the women wanted to continue, and so Clayton, good luck, buddy. We'll see you in paradise. Anyway, here's the women tell all. Shanae is back, and she's going to be the worst. Oh, I'm I like, wait. I hope people try to hold her accountable. And she's like, I got fans now, though. 
Do you understand how much better that is than being told to be sorry? And I hope they, I hope they like, grab. I hate you. I hope they grab a person from the audience again, and then like Shanae gets to go like, like marry Make them out or with, yeah, 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 like Connor B. That's fun. I hope somebody is, tells Genevieve that she deserved way better than all of it, because Genevieve got such a raw deal the entire season. She worked hard on the cake that got thrown on the floor by Cassidy. She gets lumped in on the two-on-one because she yelled at Shanae once, rightfully so, and because Clayton couldn't keep Elizabeth around. She gets chosen over Shanae and then sent home because the therapy date that shouldn't be a date she was like uncomfortable opening up to that degree in front of a therapist she doesn't trust or a man she barely knows after being ignored for so long. Genevieve got such a raw deal. And I hope yeah. that that gets addressed to tell all. So same. That's the hopes. I think my predictions, final two, Gabby, Rachel, and Rachel's going to take it if we get there. Um, Kelsey, what do you, what do you think prediction wise? I think, I think Rachel's going to get it. And I yeah. think, it's a toss-up between Gabby and Susie, who's going home next week. But I think they're they're going to end it next week. That's what they said. So mm-hmm. maybe they're they're throwing us a merciful bone. Thank God, they're going to announce the next batch run. It's going to be a pile of wood, and we'll be like, oh wow, wonder how this is going to shape up. Already a lot more personality from this. <laughs> Chris, what about you? What do you got prediction wise? Uh, I hope that. Um... The tell-all turns into a verbal Royal Rumble from WWE. Um, That's what I want. And I think for the fantasy suites, I think everyone's going to be upset and want to leave and all that. And Clayton's going to have a moment where he's really sad. And then he's going to do where he goes to visit the two people that would be his top two. Um, Actually, no, that he's, he goes to visit them, but then I feel like one person's going to deny him. And then whoever his top two is are the two people who still say yes. Well, we got a preview last week of his parents sitting down with Clayton and being like, yeah, I mean, you, you fucked this up. Like them being that blunt with him. Like, I don't know how you pull out of this. You messed up. Like if not, it's not like a matter of anybody else's fault. This is on you. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing that, but also, yeah, I don't know. I'm looking forward to the end of this whole thing. I think Rachel is who he has the best chemistry with and who I'd be like, sure, go ahead. Hope Gabby becomes Bachelorette. And I hope we're looking at a fun, fun little break uh, from the franchise and we get something funny in Bachelor in Paradise. I just want something, I want something lighthearted and it's, not garbage. It's, it, was, it was just, you're being too harsh. Paradise is great. It's a treasure. No, 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 no. I'm saying I'm now looking forward to Paradise. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that wasn't clear. I was saying I'm looking forward to Paradise. I want it to be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I will also say that the tell-all, last time we had Joanne Schinderly here who uh, worked the tell-all event and told us that the fight between Will and Peter went on for like 40 minutes, uh, them yelling back and forth. And that we got only so much out time out of it, but um, I hope we similarly have that much argument available, but available to us. Mm-hmm. I want the uncut, unedited fight between the women at the tell all. That would I want to see people yelling at Shanae and nothing sinking in. I'm so excited for that. So check in with us next week. We're going to be recording on a Wednesday. 
So you're going to get that a day late. But we're wrapping up the season soon. We're wrapping up this episode. Check us out at We Didn't Get a Rose on Twitter and Instagram, where Chris handles our social media fantastically. And you can find Chris at Topher Mejia on Twitch, Instagram, Twitter. Chris, do you have anything else going on that you want to tell everybody about? Um, so the sh- uh, local show, Good Comedy, that I co-run with Homie and former guest of the pod, Bo Johnson. Uh, we have our first show at the Bad Jimmy's location of the nice. year um next weekend next saturday so come through we would love to have you um and that's really the main thing i want to promote and then uh lastly kelsey any upcoming projects that you want to give a shout out to uh new local natives and new jaws of love stuff is coming so that's Woo-hoo! exciting and fun that'll oh, be coming yeah. this year uh in what form i don't know but you're something's happening mm-hmm. and uh i am going to uh keep doing this human soup thing my nice. fun new experiment tomorrow um, if you're listening the day of so thursday march 3rd yes i also have all all the songs and 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 uh commercials and and a lot of the bits from right. the kelsey or TV show on radio as a as a mixtape on all streaming services very and nice those are, those are fun those are fun to listen to i, yeah. I will say it was fun making them Oh yeah, we'll have fun listening. So check it out. Oh yeah. So give that a listen. I'm Mike Carosa, M-I-K-E-C-A-R-R on uh, O-Z-Z-A on uh, Instagram and Twitter. And you can find my album Cherubic. And I have three tracks on a compilation album called uh, Stand Up Montreal, Doula, Midwife, Full Wife. It's a Just for Laughs compilation album for Montreal. Uh, And uh, that is it. I will be doing comedy again. If you're in Montreal, I'll be hosting at the Comedy Nest uh, for Nick Reynoldson. And uh, I'll have a couple more shows in town. I will hopefully be down back in the States at some time that I don't know when exactly, but keep your eyes peeled on my feeds. And also, January, I'll be at San Francisco Sketch Fest. So that's in a full year from now. All right. (laughs) Uh, And now we're going to play the theme song because I'm not going to play it at the beginning of the episode because I think it's funnier to not hear it and have Chris kind of laughing. And that'll be the end of the episode. So good night, everybody. We didn't get a rose, but we.